4: Food court,
5: food court, food court with Richard Blaze. Argue in the food court, food court with Richard Blaze. Welcome to the Food Court, a production of iHeartRadio. Food Court is now in session. We are back. I am your host and judge, Richard Blaze, and this is the podcast where I get to tell you if you're right or wrong about your weird food opinions, and let me tell you, I have gotten really, really good at it. I could tell people they're right or wrong all day. It is just a special gift. You are welcome and joining us in the court we have two stalwarts of the Atlanta food scene who recently launched their own food podcast. We all go way back. The first is the host of The Food That Binds. It's Jennifer Zeman. Hi, Richard. Thanks for having what me. What is going on, Jennifer? What are you what are you up to? It's a, it's a little uh, people can't see us because this is just audio, but it does look a little a little dark and cavernous over there.
1: <laughs> I'm in A room hiding from my children where the acoustics are the best, and it is a bit dark, but I've just been doing my thing. I'm still writing for Atlanta Magazine, Eater, Bon Appetit, Kitchen, and then I started this podcast kind of in the middle of the pandemic because I wasn't doing restaurant criticism anymore, and it was an opportunity to talk to chefs about their origin stories, their superhero Mm. origin stories.
5: Oh, I love that. I love a good origin story. Yeah. As as a critic, right. And like, it's, uh, we've always sort of, we've had many critics on this, on this podcast. Like the question is always like, is, is that sort of something that's fading away? But as you mentioned during the pandemic, you can't critique anything, right?
1: No. And then you also don't want to be a hater because people are suffering.
5: Yes. Yes. I would
1: rather lift people up today, but I don't know if I won't go back to criticism. I feel like that show was just on my pod and I, you know, we both still think that it's a very useful service.
5: Yes, no, it is. It keeps people cooking good food and sort of knowing they need to keep cooking yeah. good food, right? So yeah, I've always been, even though I've I've sometimes disagreed, even probably with your own personal critique. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I mean, no comment. I, I do appreciate. I, I don't I don't quite remember. Okay, I remember every word. But it's good to see you. And and thank you for hiding from your children and escaping, escaping to the food court. And here to tell Jennifer she's very, very wrong. It is the host of Sounds Delicious. It's Mara Davis. Hi, Richard. Hello. It's so
0: good to see you. I mean, it's so funny to see you because. I remember when you used to come on my radio show back in the day when you were making foie gras milkshakes and you were the toast of the town in Atlanta and everybody's like, this is Richard Blaze?" And then you open your own restaurant. Like, you were like the, 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 the thing. And look at you now. Like, TV host, podcaster, author. I mean, I feel like I knew you when, you know? Like... I, I just oh remember you. It's so so. Now the only way I can
5: even get close to you is on a Zoom call. This is it is a weird world. I was gonna say from from toasts of the town with foie gras milkshakes to you know sitting in my own personal kitchen podcasting. We've all we've all come a long way, haven't yes. we? <laughs> Now, Mara, I have to. I have one question that always, when when I'm chatting with you, and it just, I was reminded right there, of course, in the moment. Like, do you have to work on this golden voice that you have? Like, you have just this golden voice. Is it something that you that you practice? You're so
0: sweet to say that, and thank you very much. I am a broadcaster, <laughs> but because the radio business basically isn't really a thing so much anymore, I, I'm doing more podcasting, but. I actually had a lisp growing up and I got rid of, I was in speech therapy early, early on. And I had to do things to correct my accents in speaking too. Like I would say, like I grew up in South Florida, which is basically New York. And I would say things like (laughs) 1-800-222. And so I had to learn how to say things like, Hundred or W, or in the South, they say what, why. So I do work on things like that, and I am definitely aware of that when I'm in a broadcasting setting. But podcasting is so much freer, and I think if you're too broadcasty, it I don't know. It doesn't always work. But yeah, I work on my voice. Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of smoky, drinky nights that have gotten it this low. So in that case, yes, uh, therapy works.
5: Well, that's the, I was going to say that's, that's <laughs> good practice right there. Yeah. And I'm here for the first iteration of the 1-800, by the way. That 1-800. Me, like, I, I got good.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. I, st- I don't do yes. that anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah.
5: No, but I, but I, I think, I, I feel like we got to, we got to bring that back. All right, listen, now I've heard the two of you have a beef about chicken. That's right. You see what I did there? I zigged when you thought I was going to zag. Listen, we did wings before. That time it was boneless versus bone in wings. If you could even believe that that was a debate. So I'm going to ask both of you real quick to weigh in on that previous food court episode. Boneless or bone in wings?
1: Bone for sure. That's where the flavor comes from.
5: All right, all right. That was a quick, uh, emphatic bone in. in. We could agree on
1: that. I mean, boneless
0: wing is just stupid. It's a manufactured thing. It's not even a thing. Like, what do you, that's like, you know, franken chicken. I I don't want anything to do with that, no.
5: Well, listen, as probably both would not be surprised as the creator of the foie gras milkshake, I did rule in favor of the boneless chicken wing. (laughs) (laughs) which is both setting you up for a very, very interesting debate today. Now, I will be honest, and this is a good point to sort of talk about how things happen in the food court. One, it's my court. That's important. But two, this uh, battle is really just about your debate. This is not about my personal opinions, which would perhaps be bone and chicken, of course. Now, today's fight's not about the bones. It is about the flavor, but before we get into all of that, let's get to know each other a little bit. Jennifer, you're based in Atlanta. What are your favorite things in the Atlanta food scene right now? And I want to say like in the recovering food scene, but I can only say that from California. Atlanta has been recovering a little bit longer than California. What's going on in the Atlanta food scene?
1: I mean, a lot. There's a lot of people opening great chef-driven restaurants like Jordan Smelt, who is the former sommelier of Cakes and Ale, just opened this beautiful French inspired book and wine store slash restaurant with his wife in Buckhead, like things like a really perfect French omelet with creme fraiche and caviar on top with a great glass of bill salmon, like really, you know, what you want to eat for dinner in the summer. And then, you know, just (laughs) in terms of our international cuisine, it has not stopped. We are, I, I can't imagine how many Sichuan restaurants we have now. There must be like 20 Korean uh, barbecue is still huge. I mean, a lot of people don't know this about Atlanta, but it is our immigrant food scene that is the best thing. Our Mexican, our Korean, our Thai, our Sichuan can really get it all here. and, and, and it really never stopped because you know these people couldn't stop. This was their this is their this is how they pay their bills and the pivots and pushing people like I said on my podcast a lot that the pandemic is really like a control alt delete you know, for the food scene. And it also pushed a lot of timelines forward.
5: Mm, mm, mm. Well, well, well said. Now I have to put you on the spot as a writer. We're talking about a wine book restaurant, which blows my mind. You got a perfect French almond with caviar and uh salmon. What do you read with that? What's the pairing then? If you're <laughs> in a bookstore, <laughs> what's the, what's the book pairing with, with that dish? I, I mean, actually, I, it's a really great place to go with friends.
1: So I wasn't reading. I, I do anticipate going back because they are open for lunch, and I can definitely consider myself going. I'm reading so many books right now. I'm reading Ashley Ford, Somebody's Daughter, which was a big Oprah pick. It's fantastic.
5: Shout out. It's uh, it's an Ashley Ford book, and we're, we're enjoying an omelet with it. Mara, what about you when you're not uh, eating omelets and drinking champagne and reading books? What are some of your strong opinions about the Atlanta food scene right now? There's
0: so much to choose from in Atlanta, obviously. I mean, we're just such a great food town, but the biggest observation I have right now, it is hard to get in all the good restaurants. You have to plan ahead because there's definite a desire for people to get out. Everybody wants to get back into it, and some of the hot restaurants, like if you look at something like, you know, the Eater 38 or like the top-rated restaurants, You got to plan ahead. One thing that is, I scratch my head a lot at the just – over ab- abundance of food halls, there's just so many food hall. There's like a food hall on every corner, and that's just can be good and bad. And then I also think there's a there's a lot more vegetarian and vegan. It's exciting to see. Like we've heard a lot about the slutty vegan, and uh, she's just kind of opening locations all over town. I, know, I see Jen's making a face, and I love that. And listen, I like have mixed feelings about it, but I love the hype about it. It may not be worth standing in line for an hour about it, but the fact that it's just Mm. blowing up all over town, people seem to be very excited about that. And it's exciting to see, you know, restaurants doing well. I've talked to a lot of restaurateurs who have killed it in the pandemic. One in particular, there's a pizza place in my neighborhood, Gents too, Varuni Napoli. And talked to the owner, and he has said, you know, the business has never been better as far as
5: like the takeout game.
1: So I think a lot that- of Atlanta restaurants had their best. Yeah. Their best year ever.
5: Wow. That, that is, that is impressive.
1: And another trend is
0: like, I think high end restaurants are doing more casual things. Like the restaurant Aria is introducing a burger, which seems like a super simple basic thing, but it's been like off the charts successful. And I think that we've, we've all learned that like, what, what do we want? We want comfort.
5: Yeah. I think that that's something that the pandemic, right. Forced on restaurants that were used to doing, you know, Super intimate plated food, and now they're putting a short rib in a to-go container, and realizing that that's you know more delicious than a lobster salad and a martini glass. Sorry, that's a, a shout out to Aria from 20 years ago. Uh,
1: still on the menu, <laughs> and it's still on the menu,
5: yes, and it's still on the menu. Yes. That's, that's me just proving, proving my, my Atlanta, Atlanta roots, roots. Yeah, strong there. Okay, Mara, listen, you've you've brought a case to the food court today. Can you lay it out for our audience in one sentence or so?
0: Lemon pepper wings. Garlic,
5: tangy, smoky, finger-licking perfection. Okay, so you are saying that lemon pepper wings potentially the only way to eat wings. Oh. The only good way to eat wings. I mean, I, I, I'm not one to say no to a wing, but
0: if I had to choose, I'll go in- So, so, lemon so, so
1: Listen, I, I'll give it to Mara that they're an Atlanta institution. Lemon pepper, what? who watches Atlanta on FX, it's a hit. Donald Glover, who doesn't love him, but- I'm a classicist, meaning I, I tend to get emotionally attached to the first time I eat something. And the first time I had a wing was a classic Buffalo wing, you know, like Buffalo, New York, like one of the first places I lived when I moved to this country because I'm an immigrant was, you know, right up in New York. And it is just, there's something special about it. Love lemon pepper, but lemon pepper has a different salinity than frank's red hot which we'll get into
5: yes okay well look at that a podcast pro and a debate expert as well pulling back not revealing her argument right there okay it's lemon pepper wings first traditional buffalo wings and by the way this this is just totally an, an aside one of the things i love and a mystery of atlanta to me forever has been this is true and we don't we we can cover this we don't it's a mystery every once in a while in atlanta you will, and this may be other cities, but I lived in Atlanta and I've not seen it in, in other cities. We both you know, know what you're gonna apart. say.
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you Chicken will, Bones will. of Atlanta, the Instagram account. It oh
5: does is there an Instagram account? account? Okay, no, I it thought is I was a
1: full-on Instagram handle called chicken bones of Atlanta. There's also tumbleweaves of Atlanta cuz sometimes you will find a weave on the street in Atlanta too, but it is mostly wing bones. Spent wing bone.
5: Every once in a while you can find a discarded chicken wing bone or two in the streets of Atlanta. That'd be a fun scavenger hunt actually.
0: Gross. It's 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 especially okay, <laughs> It's especially challenging for those of us who have dogs because that is where you find them most of the time and so it's just and and i gotta say i mean like you do see them it is really bizarre you just you do see it's it's, Mm -hmm. well now you also see masks masks weaves and chicken wings
5: all right, there, there's the there, there's the trilogy right there. Let's get into it. It's lemon pepper wings versus buffalo wings. But before I hear your arguments, here in my food court, we love to have a quick trivia round before the oral arguments. The winner of the trivia round gets to decide the order in which you will present your case. So let's see who is really good at some trivia. All right, Jennifer, what sound will you be making to buzz in today?
1: Because I'm from Mexico, I'm going to go with a Mexican grito, the
5: Aha! I love this. (laughs) There, Mara, what about you? You're going up against the Mexican. Aha! All right, that was a horrible version of that. I
0: mean, I'll just say, what, what?
5: Okay. (laughs) All right, here we go. Question one. Lemon pepper is the most popular wing sauce in what U.S. city?
2: What, what?
5: All right, Mara Davis chiming in. Atlanta? The answer is, uh, you would think that Atlanta would be the answer because this is such an Atlanta-themed episode, and you would be correct to think that, Mara Davis. All right. That was the easy one. Coming in with one point, there's two questions remaining. Jennifer, you're still in the game. In a cruel twist of irony, the number one wing sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings is not Buffalo. What is the most popular? Hint, it's sweet. It's a sweet flavor. Ah, Jennifer Zeman. Teriyaki? Teriyaki was a, a, a good, good, educated guess, but it is not teriyaki. We can still guess again if you'd like. Oh, I can? Uh, whoever wants to chime in again. Is there a multiple choice? Oh, oh, barbecue. Well, first of all, you have to do the sound. Ah, barbecue. <laughs> all right, the answer is. Honey Barbecue, this court is rewarding the point to Jennifer Zeman. She got the barbecue right. Buffalo isn't even in the top three, though, Jennifer, which is rounded out by spicy garlic and Parmesan garlic. Parmesan, Parmesan garlic. garlic, garlic a a for I feel some like either. the
1: Parmesan pork at
5: Fogo de Chao. Oh, there we go. Shout out to Fogo de Chao. Um, that made me hungry, by <laughs> the way. Like Cheese bread. Is my bro. All right, so now it's all tied up. Usually I have to sort of like do some – Odd napkin math to make question three even happen. Question three, it's multiple choice. The winner gets to determine who presents first in the debate. Which rapper brings up lemon pepper wings in at least 13 songs? This has been a lot of, a lot of, a lot of work that went into uh, Crystal's uh, work here to, to figure out that this rapper mentioned lemon pepper wings in 13 songs. It's honestly impressive. The multiple choice options are A, Snoop Dogg, B, Nicki Minaj. C, Rick Ross. D. (gasps) Jennifer Zeman. Before we even got through the multiple choice. The answer is Rick Ross. (laughs) Good job, Jennifer. Good job. Honestly, that was, I didn't even finish the multiple choice. You knew. You're a Rick Ross fan. I like the rap musics. Same, same. So there it is. Rick Ross, 13 times. He's so obsessed with lemon pepper wings that he owns at least 30 wing stop locations. Did you know that? Yes,
1: that's why I knew that. Yes. Yes, yes.
5: I did not know that, but that is impressive. All right, that means Jennifer Zeman, you have two points. Mara, you have one point. Do you want to present first or second? Second. All right, Jennifer Zeman will take the home team baseball approach. She will present second. Mara will go first. And before we get into our arguments, let's take a quick break.
3: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
5: All right, we are back. into recap in the food court today, we have two food writers and podcasters and friends here to throw down about chicken wings, the most popular wing sauce in New York, buffalo wings versus the most popular wing sauce in Georgia, buffalo versus lemon pepper wings. And away we go. The way this works is that each of you will have three minutes to state your case during this three minutes. Lay it all out for me uh, in those three minutes. Do not spend the first three minutes talking about why your opponent is wrong Save that for the two-minute rebuttal round that will go next. Jennifer, Mara, are we all uh, clear on the rules I'm ready. Okay, Mara, you will have your first three minutes to let us know why lemon pepper wings reign supreme. Your three minutes starts now.
0: Let's just start with lemon pepper really originates here in Atlanta, the lemon pepper wing. And those of us who live in Atlanta, we like to say this a lot. Atlanta influences Everything. And when it comes to food, especially with bar food, and particularly here in Atlanta, this is strip club food. Let's not get it twisted. A lemon pepper wing really got its fire from Magic City, the notorious strip club in Atlanta. People will even break COVID protocols to get the lemon pepper wings. You've heard about lemon pepper Lou Williams from the Clippers. He went to Magic City because he had to have that... Tasty tang of the lemon pepper wing. And you can do so many things with the lemon pepper wing. It can be smoked, it can be fried, it can be wet, it can be a drummy, it can be a flat. Uh, You are going to be excited about this. The lemon pepper wing has been featured on FX's show Atlanta. They even had to change the name of the wing because of the show, because that was a combo of a buffalo and a lemon pepper, which is great. But there is something about a lemon pepper wing that is truly, uh, it, it, it just... You just really want more. Now, listen, I got no problem with a buffalo wing. I like a buffalo wing, but they can be kind of slimy. You never know what you're really getting. They've been overused. We've just seen it. Now it's like in, like, vegan burgers, buffalo style, buffalo sauce, buffalo wraps. It's kind of been just like, you know, they've really done too much with with a lemon pepper. Even though you can put lemon pepper on fish or on vegetables— You think lemon pepper, you go straight to the wings where that's going to pop out on a menu to me more than, oh, they have buffalo wings. So totally basic.
5: Mm, Okay, there it is. Wrapping it up with some time left on the clock. Mara Davis letting us know. First of all, props for Lemon Pepper Lou Williams. I don't know if that's an official nickname now, but I'm going for it. I think that, that was maybe the... NBA quarantine story of the whole year, right? All right, is it? Is there a more iconic food in Atlanta? I mean, you will, yes. people will go to people will go to great
0: lengths for that lemon pepper wing, and so therefore, I, I I feel like I have strong standing in this court. I have a lot of respect for Jennifer, her food knowledge and depth is it, it goes very very deep, but uh, I, I I I think in this case, you know, we're in we're in. 2021 Richard okay we're not in 1995 you know with the buffalo wing where it's suddenly exciting you know I I like to be current
5: all right well, all right Mara we 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 appreciate this and this court has allowed you to extend your time by an extra two minutes there so I will note that the last 45 seconds of that will be stricken from the records <laughs> Jennifer Zeman you now have three minutes <laughs>
1: Glad we're having fun though. Um, So, I mean, it's not really like, I mean, I wouldn't call it a product of the 80s. The Buffalo Wing was actually created in 64 in upstate New York at a family establishment by a mom who was trying to, you know, feed her kid and had some leftover stuff, which I love. I love using what you have. To me, that really, like, you know, takes it up. But like I said, I'm a classic person. I don't believe that food, like, classic foods become state. Like, are we going to just stop eating cheeseburgers? now because those have been happening forever like are we going to start like doing it on a different like like a hot dog bun because we've been doing it on a hamburger bun I don't think so but when it comes to wings there is the heat factor which we failed to mention and I like spice like I said I'm a child of two Jewish Mexicans from Mexico City born and raised i was i was actually born in brazil and every night on the table growing up there was some sort of salsa the hotter the better so for me i like a hot wing i like i like a spicy wing and the cool thing about buffalo sauce is that you can take it in so many different directions with the heat level it can be super super hot but it can be super super mild and there's just a lot of different facets of it and, When Frank's red hot mixes with melted butter and, and is, is tossed on a wing that is well done because I don't know where you're eating wings Mara, but if they're slimy, I'm really sorry because a good (laughs) wing should be super, super crispy. It should be so crispy that when the sauce is put on the wing, it will stay crispy in transit to your home. And then, furthermore, I like the sauce. You like the sauce. I like the sauce. I like the sauce. I like to lick the sauce off of my. Li- I like it when I put the wing. The, the way the sauce looks when I dip the wing in blue cheese because I'm I, I'm blue cheese. My kids eat ranch. It's painful. They love ranch on everything. My daughter dips her pizza in ranch. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go just like her playroom. I'm not going in there, you know, but I love the way it looks. And then the red ring happens and then you do it. And the mix of the blue cheese and the Buffalo for me is otherworldly. Add a little bit of the celery crunch. And for me, it's just, it's texture. And, and Mm. also with lemon pepper, because a lot of lemon pepper varieties have a lot of added salt the salinity is really intense. I'm like, a I'm not bragging, but I'm a super taster. I can really taste things. Like after my daughter and quitting smoking, so I was a chain smoker for like 18 years. My taste buds are so extreme that I can't even eat Flaming Hot Cheetos anymore, which I used to really love. It's really sad. But with lemon pepper, my palate gets fatigued faster than it does with Buffalo. So I will take two of my daughter's lemon pepper wings, but I always order. Buffalo, hot, extra crispy. All right,
5: this chord chiming in on Jennifer Zeman. It is a battle of sweets versus spicy. It is a battle of the strip club dish versus a dish invented by a mom. <laughs> Who At a bar. At a bar, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, it is uh, spice versus sweet. Lots of uh, great visual came up there. Salinity comes up a little bit, and I'm not bragging, but I'm a super taster. Um, <laughs> Anytime someone says, I'm not bragging, you are, Jennifer, but that's okay. No worries. First round is in the books. I have to say it's pretty close. We have two minutes now for the second round. Mara, you get to let Jennifer know why Buffalo wings are not that great. Your two minutes starts now. Well, I have so much great respect for Jennifer, and this is hard
0: because we're f- friends, but I just feel like the buffalo is so played out, and I agree. I do love a well-done wing, and I always ask for it well done. It's got to be crispy, but it's also the heat level. There are so many other things that I could get with a heat that packs a punch. of buffalo, it just, it really sticks with you, and when, when it's not done right, it can really be a miss and it's it's it, yes I mean it's a classic but the lemon pepper I think is just coming into its own Richard we are just like in the golden age of the lemon pepper where people are starting to use this on more products people are discovering lemon pepper that that they may not have been fascinated by this and so and how can we make this even more a pop culture thing that the, the fact that it's on television shows and people want to experiment, they want to come to Atlanta to try it, they want to make it their own. I just think if you want to be cool and you're ordering wings, uh, you're ordering
5: lemon purple wings. hmm All right, Mary Davis, I have a couple quick questions for you here. One, I mean, you're on a trip to Atlanta. You've never been there before. You're going to go see the Atlanta Braves. You're going to go to the World of Coke. And you're saying you have to go get a lemon pepper wing. It's that iconic in the city. I would agree with that, yes. But don't go to what did you
0: say? The World of Coke and the Brave Stadium.
5: I'm throwing out some tourist destinations. Those are things I would that.
0: not recommend. Maybe the World of Coke's okay, but I would say go walk the Beltline, go get some Jack's Pizza and wings, oh, and of course, of order them lemon of course pepper.
5: pepper. Would you argue, Mara? I'm gonna I'm gonna hand you this one here. That black pepper brings some spice to the game. Oh yeah, you can you know
0: you could pepper the hell out of them. I mean, you could do a big black peppercorn. You can elevate this and, uh, you know, g- g- go all in different directions with this. You could do lemon. I mean, like like there's just a lot yeah. uh, th- with the flavor palette that you could do and make them spicy. But I'm not all about... The spice when it comes to wings, like, you know, that show, Hot Mm. Wings. I know people really love it. I mean, people want to outdo each other with all the, you know, torture they can inflict on themselves. I'm not into that. I'm not into torture.
5: I'm into enjoyment. Mm. Now, Mary, you don't might not know this, but there's a famous chef in Southern California who had a dish on his menu right now that is black lime, black pepper, crusted fish, inspired by... The lemon pepper wing. I'm that chef. See that? Uh, you know, it's it's and you. So so it's transcended the wing. Like this combination, right, has led to other great things.
0: Jennifer, right, watch that out! That's the rebuttal. I'm feeling good about Can this. Jennifer Richard, Sieman. Richard's like coming around, coming around on me here. I know, Jennifer. I know, there are my
1: fellow Buffalo Wing lovers out there that support me, and that's all that matters. All right. All right so-, so
5: Mara is letting us know that this is all about pop culture. That the Buffalo Wing might be a little basic. Jennifer Zeman, what do you have to say about that? Your two minutes starts now.
1: Again, I don't think there's anything wrong with basics. I mean, there's a lot of classic foods that I love to eat. I love a good slice of New York pizza. I don't need that to be in reinvented. I'm very happy with the way that is. But for me, wings are an experiential thing, which is what I was talking about. And I feel like you miss out on the contrast of that creaminess from whatever you're dipping it in and the tanginess. It's a different type of tang with buffalo sauce versus lemon pepper. But again... Like Mara said, it's very trendy, you know? And like, there's nothing wrong with food trends. They're fun. My daughter and I make that baked feta tomato pasta from TikTok. But like, in terms of things that I crave, I'm gonna crave a buffalo wing over a lemon pepper. I enjoy eating it more. I find sometimes lemon pepper wings, if they are not wet enough, meaning the butter sauce, the butter lemon sauce that they actually use to dress it, if they're not wet off, they can really tear up your mouth. You know, I mean, they can really tear up your mouth. And especially if you're getting your wings extra crisp, not having that liquid to soften just those sharp edges can can be the difference between a great wing and a wing that's gonna, you know, take you to the dentist.
5: All right, there we go. That is the end of our debate for now. Both competitors here in the court, giving me lots to think about. The lemon pepper wing versus the buffalo wing. Jennifer Zeman basically letting us all know that lemon pepper wings, they can be dangerous. They they can be (laughs) physically dangerous. That is a lot to think about, and that's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to retire to my chambers to think long and hard about this verdict, and I'll be back right after this break.
3: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
2: Sorry.
3: Back in the food court today, it is Jennifer
5: Zeman versus Mara Davis. This has been a tough one. This is the uh, battle of chicken wing flavors, lemon pepper being represented by Mara and traditional buffalo being represented by Jennifer. I had to confer a little bit with Crystal on this one and I will have to strike from the arguments any of the with blue cheese or with ranch or with celery. This debate is not about the dipping of, of the wings, Uh, if you can go back to Food Court episode two where blue cheese and ranch dressing were debated and blue cheese won. No, sorry, ranch dressing won. I (laughs) I remember all of my verdicts. (laughs) Which proves again that I base my decisions only on my, not my personal opinions, but on the debate that happens today. this is about the sauce and the wings themselves, lemon pepper versus buffalo, Mara Davis throwing it down Maybe inspired by uh, the strip club. Lou Williams got thrown out there. Lots of pop culture references. FX, Atlanta, Donald Glover. Uh, It's sweet. It's sweet. The black pepper does bring some spice, but it's all about pop culture. All right. This is the belt line of chicken wing. This is not going to the tourist attraction, right? This is like you want the real deal. You go get some lemon pepper wings. Jennifer Zeman, on the other hand, oh, this was created by a mom. Not at a strip club, everyone. This is uh, about heat, not sweet. And then really getting into sort of, you know, hey, maybe lemon pepper wings are uh, too salty. Uh, buffalo wings are an experience. They're, there's a contrast. They're visual. And <laughs> the great rebuttal commentary that lemon pepper wings are dangerous, <laughs> which is debatable, but that's what this is. And I have a verdict. I am going to rule in favor of the buffalo chicken wing. Ah, of course you are. Oh,
1: I thought I lost with that menu item. (sighs) All right. This will uh, never happen. Be basic. I will
5: give you one. This has never happened, but but Mara, I'm going to give you a quick one or two sentence attempt at an appeal here.
0: I think that is so totally basic of you to go with a buffalo chicken (laughs) wing. Why don't you go to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville and have a great dinner? Enjoy yourself.
5: Wow. 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 Mary, Mary Davis is not... not taking the attempt at the appeal. Instead, throwing the chicken wing bones into the air to be found somewhere and walking out of court. A controversial verdict today. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. That was a fun that was a fun battle. I mean, you know, I th- I think the, the 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 contrasting of the flavors. I think that's where it comes down to. I like it. I am basic. You are right, Mara. And and you also said it right from the top. These are both delicious dishes. Can you can we not split two dozen wings and get them half and half?
1: Well, that's why lemon pepper what exists. You can right. get buffalo and lemon pepper mixed together.
5: No, you're breaking this down for people who are not aficionados of wings lemon pepper wet means you're combining the two yes
1: Yes, it was actually the dish that glover talked about on atlanta it didn't exist at the time so it used to be called like the fester at jr crickets and so then they changed it to lemon pepper wet because of the show
5: okay real quick judge me i like to confit my chicken wings first before frying yeah or nay
1: yay yeah sous vide confit anything yeah
5: Marriage is not talking to me.
1: I
0: am totally <laughs> talking to you, but you guys are getting, okay, okay, like, okay. so, like, deep cut. Like, oh, that's see my wings. I'm like, I yeah. call. Food nerd, food nerd. And I freaking order them, or All I right. go to a bar, and I eat them. And I want my wings. I really like them smoked. And lemon pepper. Mm. So I like him at a barbecue place. Yeah.
5: I'll be honest with you. I want to go eat lemon pepper wings right now. I have no interest in going to eat some buffalo wings.
0: I know. But like, see, this is where it's kind of ridiculous, Richard. You're like, oh, buffalo wings. Jennifer, you win. But yet when this is over, I want lemon pepper wings.
5: Yeah, listen, it's, I mean, I just, the, the, it's, it's about the debate, Mara. And all I'm saying is our spinoff podcast, Against My Better Judgment, is launching in the fall. Uh, thank you so much for bringing your case to the food court. I am Richard Blaze. I hope you both had fun. I hope everyone out there had fun. For more Jennifer, check out her podcast, The Food That Binds, and on Instagram and Twitter, at Jennifer Zeman, Z-Y-M-A-N. And you can find Mara on her Sounds Delicious podcast and on social media, at Mara Davis. Thank you so much for this. is a blast from the past, but we have to do it again. Let's make sure it's not another five years before we get together.
1: Thank you so much, Richard. This Thanks, Richard. Thank you, Lemon
0: Pepper You're Forever. Hulk awesome.
5: And listen, everyone, this was our season two finale, but we'll be back this fall with more amazing guests and even more ridiculous arguments. So stay tuned. You can follow the show on Instagram at Food Court Pod for fun discussions, some polls, and maybe even some trolling arguments. Food Court is a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Richard Blaze. My producer is Crystal Bakmahi. Food Court was created by our executive producer Christopher Hasiotis. The rest of my Food Court clerks are Jonathan Dressler, David Wasserman and Jasmine Blaze. The theme song is by Jason Neesmith. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.